You are listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street podcast, a Canadian guide to building dependable wealth. Join your hosts, Richard Canfield and Jason Lowe, as they unlock the secrets to creating financial peace of mind in an uncertain world. Discover the strategies and mindsets to a financial future that you can bank on. Get our simple seven-step guide to becoming your own banker. It's easy. Head over to sevensteps.ca and learn exactly the learning process required for you to implement this amazing strategy into your financial life. That's sevensteps.ca. 200th episode. That's two zero zero. And Rich can attest to this. So literally right before we hit the record button, I was like, okay, I'm just going to throw this and see. Let's just see how it goes. You should always be building a future that's bigger than your past. I think it's timely because this is uh, coming out at the beginning of 2024. It's the first episode of 2024. And uh, yeah, I mean, what is your, what do you want your 2024 to look like? Well, how about you take a look at what's much further than that and work your way backwards to 2024? Why don't you think about what does 2024 through 2034 look like and build your best decade ever? Think about that and think about that not only as it relates to wealth, think about it as it relates to your health. Yeah. Well, prior, prior to hitting record, we were just having a health conversation and, yeah. uh, you know, we, we've created a longevity playlist on our YouTube channel. So nice thing about the YouTube channel and, you know, we appreciate everyone, of course, who listens on, you know, Spotify and Apple, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. That's amazing. But there's not really a way, at least that I'm aware of, you can create like a custom playlist necessarily for things or, or that we as the, as the podcast can create that playlist on those platforms, but we can do it on YouTube. So we have multiple different playlists. And so we've created a longevity one and conversations that we're having with people who are focused on living longer, living healthier lifestyles, enjoying your, your years even later in life and, and extending all that out. Um, we're, and I think we're going to be having some really interesting conversations about that this year. We already have a few kind of on the docket, uh, we we just recently have one that came out. Um, and so those are going to be, uh, I mean, that, that's a big part, I think, of the direction that we're going on how we want to help our clients and the people that that listen to our program start changing the way that they think about what's possible uh, around their their life. And if you understand that you can live a longer life, that there are possibilities for that, then it opens up a lot of doorways. But more importantly, it changes the way you think about the other things happening in your life. And prior to joining Strategic Coach, I didn't really have a good idea as to what longevity was. I'd heard conversations about it and I understood, but I I didn't really put it into a true capacity until I started digging into more about some of the, the upcoming medical technologies, the the crazy advancements that are happening uh, on, on preventative care versus reactionary care. I mean, so much of what we do is in that reactionary format versus in the how do we get it? How do we solve a problem before it even happens type environment and, and the type of technologies and scanning and testing that's coming out now is, is really geared to a lot more on the, on the preventative side, which is quite interesting. So the, the, uh, the ability to live longer and then therefore considering and thinking about how, how you grow your wealth today so that you can preserve and utilize that wealth into more tomorrow's. How many more tomorrows can we put out in front of you so that, and then create an environment that allows you to, to live those tomorrows properly? We're going to talk about, let's take New Year's resolution and just flush that right down the toilet and talk about 
a new decade resolution. I'm I, like, I'm just going to, I'm going to share rich. I'm going to, I'm just going to talk to you about exactly what I did over the course of a 12 month period, shed 41 pounds, have embraced a, a, a whole new set of wonderful habits without depriving myself of the things that I enjoy. And we're going to share this. Like I'm not a fitness coach. I'm just going to share with you exactly what worked well for me. It's not about going to the gym every morning and killing yourself. The very first thing was set establishing what that, and in this case, bigger future meaning not more weight. <laughs> Could you imagine? Always be building a future. They just told me how to go and gain a bunch of weight this next decade. That's not what we mean. I'm going to give you tactically, I'm going to spitfire through it because this will be a good highlight reel for the for the episode. Take your target weight and multiply that by 12. So let's pick a target weight, Rich. My target weight was 223 pounds in 2023. So Rich, if we multiply 223 by 12, what is that? 2676. That is my daily caloric ceiling. My daily caloric ceiling. So that is the maximum calories intake on a daily basis. Take the target weight, 223, and multiply it by 0.6. How much is that? It is 133.8. That is the absolute minimum grams of protein that I need to be ingesting on a daily basis without exception. My target weight being 223, my caloric limit being 26, 76. whatever the 76. Here's the deal. You've heard about fat burning food or fat burning whatever. Screw all that shit. There's no such thing. Jason the gets only, extra points for the first uh, first swear of the new year on the, the podcast. The only thing that is going to burn fat is being in a calorie deficit. That's it. I walked eight to 10,000 steps most days. I track it right here on my Apple watch. I drank three liters of water a day. I have one container that's a liter. I drink three of these a day. I come in below my caloric maximum for the day. So I create a calorie deficit, meaning I'm coming in at a number that's lower than what we just shared with you. And my protein intake is actually closer to 160 grams of protein every day. I strength train three times a week. And I don't mean trying to become the next Olympic bodybuilder. I'm talking about keeping my body in motion, moving, and the weight started to come off. And it wasn't the fact that I was losing muscle tissue in the process. I was gaining muscle tissue in the process. So what did that do to all of my blood work? I went to this place called Fountain Life, went through a full body MRI, uh, a, a coronary CT scan, a DEXA scan, blood tests, um, gastrointestinal testing, genetic testing, all this gamut of tests. What do you think happened to those test results as the year went on? 
they improve dramatically. I still go, go out and enjoy, um, you know, beer with my friends and my family. I still enjoy the odd slice of pizza. I, I, uh, took my son out after a hockey event and we went and ate at McDonald's. Like it's not about what you're taking in as much as your caloric limit. And I'm living proof of what the outcomes are. My, my fitness coach didn't sit down with me and say, here are all the things you can no longer eat or drink. He said, he, what he did tell me is that if I approached it that way, you'll fail. But if you follow my process, you cannot fail. And that's credit to Mitch Calvert, Calvert Fitness. We're going to be doing a lot of work with him this year. He's going to be providing coaching and help to our clients. But I just wanted people to know right out of the gate in the new year. This is not rocket science. My late dad used to tell me all the time, the only thing that's rocket science is rocket science. But I didn't believe it because I had tried the other things. And, and, you know, credit to these other things. I'm sure they work for some people, different types of diets, keto, paleo, Mediterranean, all these different types. Great. I, if they work for some people, that's awesome. Like, it's not about that they're good or bad. It's just this very simple approach. My coach told me, if you do exactly what I've outlined for you, there is no way that you can fail. It is impossible. Like you are going to burn fat. And it, it happened. And now you just got to maintain it. It's not hard to do when I get to enjoy the things that I like. I don't have to deprive myself. Isn't that good? Yeah, and so amazing. what does that translate to in other areas of life? More energy. You got it. More focus. More determination. More perseverance. More stamina. All those things. So that you can create a, a bigger future, bigger meaning you have bigger health, bigger wealth, you've got bigger longevity. Man, it's a game, it's an absolute game changer. But I began my journey in mid-December. I leave the New Year's resolution crap to everyone, to everyone else. There's a lot more forgiveness in a decade than there is in a year. And so Start to make gradual and incremental progress. I heard Zig Ziglar, the late Zig Ziglar, he was on this, like, I have this DVD um, and it has an audio on it. And I used to listen to it when I drove from Edmonton to Calgary and back. And on that CD, he said, do you realize, and I can't impersonate him, I haven't heard him in a while, but he, he would talk and he would like really sort of emphasize what he was saying. And he would say, do you realize that if you lost just one pound a week, that one year later, you'd be 52 pounds lighter? You realize that? And it was like, yeah. He's <laughs> like, that's totally, that's totally right. That, math, goal, che I that math checks out. I exceeded what I had planned. And so I reestablished a new goal. And then going into this year that you're all listening to this, I'm planning to have a welcome back abs party midway through the year. I'm the only one invited to the party. 
It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and, but my coach Mitch told me, he's like, Hey, if you want to, if you want to take that extra step to get there, because I can see two, two of those abs are already there. And he's like, if you want the rest of them, this is going to require a lot of grit because your body's going to fight you now on this for that last stretch of this goal that you have, your body's going to begin fighting you. So we're going to have to make some tweaks and adjustments to refine your plan just a little bit more so we can say hi to the rest of those abs again and welcome them back. I'm like, put me in coach. Become your own banger and take back control over your financial life. Hey, is this even possible? You may be asking, can I even do this? Well, you better believe it. In fact, it's easy to get going. So easy that we've put together a free report, Seven Simple Steps to Becoming Your Own Banker. Download it right now. Go to sevensteps.ca. That's sevensteps.ca. Now let's get back to the episode. So go out and build your best decade ever, whatever that is. But you got to get clear on what it is. You started by saying, Rich, you mentioned the DOS question from Dan Sullivan. Could you explain expand on what that is? Uh, well, it's it's uh, about how you know it's usually it's a three year outlook, but it's how yeah. do you want to you know what what do, what do you want? Uh, walk me through. It's three years from today. Tell me the result of what three years have created. You and I are and, sitting and, down. and then and then then pick an area of your life that that result is attributed to. So, yeah, what's the? It's three years from today. We're sitting down together. Tell me about what the result is of all the wealth that you've created. Tell me about the result is of all the health improvements that you now are experiencing in your life. And be specific. Because the human brain does not do generalities. The human brain can't do anything extraordinary, actually. You have to be really, really careful about what you program it with. So if we were sitting down three years from today and we were to look back on those three years to today, what specifically has to have happened in your life in order for you to feel happy with the progress you've made and pick the area of your life, your health, be specific. I didn't go into 2023 saying, I want to be lighter by December 31st of 2024. I just picked a catchy thing because I it every time I heard it, it gave it made me smile like I am now because I was like, God, this is pretty catchy. 223 in 2023. I met with one of our fellow coach members. Um, his name's Don Cooper. He's an awesome guy. And him and I met prior to this new year. And he goes, hey, man, I just want you to let you know you've been an inspiration to me. I'm 60 pounds lighter than the last time we talked. That's incredible. I've been watching all your Facebook posts and stuff about 223 and 2023. And I'm like, I got to get there, man. Cool. Hey, pick whatever works for you. But be specific because the human brain knows how to work with specifics in helping you make it real. I want to be wealthier in the next three years. Your brain has no idea what to do with that. Today, I've got, I'll just pick an example out of thin air. Today, I've got $15,000 per month of passive income by December 31st, 2027. That number is going to be $42,500 a month. Okay. That's specific. And register that. So health, wealth, giving, those are sort of the three areas that, that I've focused on for years and will 
always continue to focus on and I get as specific as possible. I create a vision board around it. And then my brain knows, hey, I got to start making this stuff real. So I got to be informing on, I have to help with the thinking around this. Who has the unique capabilities to help me get the house done? That's why I hired a fitness coach. So as you think about your wealth, who possesses the unique capabilities to help you get the how done? We have a pretty capable team of coaches to help you there, but they need to know what your bigger future looks like so they can help you there. And that's both in Canada and the United States. And so it's exciting. It's it's a new year. I get it. But forget about new year resolutions. Focus on new decade bigger future resolutions just don't work man for 99.9 percent .9 of the population because they give up too quickly because they weren't specific enough and they didn't have a realistic time frame and they didn't have a coach and they didn't have a game plan all they knew is that there's a gym around the corner that has a bunch of equipment in it and they'll take my money every month on my credit right. card <laughs> so build your best decade ever build your best decade ever the time's going to go by anyway so why not take giant leaps of progress and if you think it isn't possible think about this rich can you think about a time in your life where you were making 10 times less money a year than you are now i absolutely can so your brain already knows that you can 10x Go do it again. I can actually think of two different periods in my life where I was making 10 times less than I am right now. <laughs> so you've already demonstrated you can 10x. Go do it again. The, uh, you know, you mentioned the vision board, Jay, and I'm curious, you know, you, where do you go for your inspiration to get your, you know, pictures and images to get them down? You just download them and print them off Google yeah. search. You grab it and go to the store and get some magazines and cutting them out. What's kind of the process? Cause you and your wife, Becky kind of do some of that together. And I think you've even got the kids engaged in that to a little bit of a degree. So you. talk to me a little bit and maybe just share with everyone how, how you go about that, you know, creating and talking through that vision board type exercise and, and the physical activity of putting it all together. Absolutely. Yeah. So the first thing that we do is we go to um, any retailer that supplies, you know, the size of sort of that chloroplast board that we need that we're going to glue a bunch of stuff to. And we pick up now one for Rebecca and I, and one for each of our kids, because we mm -hmm. encourage our kids to go through this same exercise. And then in the areas of health, wealth, and giving, we describe with as much specificity as possible what the outcomes are going to be and by when. And then once we have that, we, we just type it into a simple document. We print that and we attach it directly to the center of that vision board so that every time we look at it, our brain is seeing specifics. And to give you an example, 223 pounds in 2023. Okay, that's almost specific. I will weigh 223 pounds on or before December 31st, 2023. Very specific. Yep. Uh, I will 
hire a fitness coach to help me achieve my goal of 223 pounds in 2023. That's specific. Um, in the area of giving, I will increase my monthly giving by an additional 15%, which translates to an additional X amount of dollars starting January, 2023. Okay. So these are all specifics. And then we go out onto the internet and we do research on, um, I looked for pictures of people who were, who transformed mm. before and afters. That was really inspiring to me. Uh, around the areas of giving, I, I looked for pictures of recipients of giving and just seeing their facial reactions and how how good they felt and how good the person doing the giving felt. And so we we gather all these images, we cut them out, and we just glue them to the board. And then that board lives right in front of me for the entire year. So every single day when I'm here and I log on to my system, I can glance over and see the board. My brain is receiving what it sees, right? Your eyes only see and your ears only hear what your brain is looking for. Credit to Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach for helping us understand that and for developing that way of thinking. So this house that I'm sitting in used to be a photograph on my fridge in my old house, every morning when I went to the refrigerator, that's my brain saw it. It's real now. I didn't manifest it by sitting around a campfire going, please give me a house, please give me a house, please give me a house. <laughs> it, it wasn't like 1700 kumbayas that helped you no. get it to, no? Oh, okay. No. It's It was developing a plan, being specific, and then getting to work on making it real. But my brain needed to know, what do you want me to make? help you make real, like be specific. And so once that board's put together, again, we see it each day, but our kids, our kids got involved by doing this around their, their ecosystem, their world. You know, my daughter, well, I would imagine it's for sports probably too, because your kids are very oh, active yeah. in sports. That's probably yeah, yeah. the kind of things that are on their vision board. Definitely. Oh, uh, you know, I want to get, I want to get signed to uh, a you know a provincial level um, volleyball team. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what their guidelines are around it, so I won't name any names or anything. But I, I want to get uh, basically an offer letter, and I want to sign on to that team, and I want to be a contributing player to the team by. And it was her specifics. I want to demonstrate leadership. I want to help my teammates. I want to all these things that she was putting together. Shocker. That's what happened this year. And she went through a whole series of trials for a couple hundred kids. She didn't get the, the offer letter until like the second last cut. So had she not had the vision and had the commitment and knew that, hey, I've programmed what's in between my head bone with what this outcome is going to be, she would have thrown in the towel. Well, this just isn't happening. But she was just like adamant. This is this is happening. This is my vision for the year, and boom, she made her brain helped her make it real. And so, getting the kids involved, especially from an early age, you're helping them develop a very productive habit 
And that's looking ahead to the next 12 months and our children learning about building their best day, decade ever, looking ahead, looking out the next 10 years and starting to think and think bigger. You've heard me talk about this, Rich, because again, credit to Dan Sullivan, a strategic coach. He's just a phenomenal coach. There are three elements here, your past, your present, and your future. You control all three of them. And if you're looking at building your best decade ever, you get to look to the present and the past and say, here are all the things that are going to come along with me into that best decade ever. And here are all the things that I'm just going to go ahead and leave behind. It's a process, but believe me, it's effective. And I can't wait to hear all the stories of people who just through this message get inspired to, to learn more about how to build their plan and, and create that vision for them, for their bigger future. That's what this is all about. Build a bigger future because the future is entirely your property. Hasn't happened yet, but don't do it around the notion of a new year's resolution. There's a heck of a lot more forgiveness in a decade than there is in 12 months. Yeah. I think there's a reason why people, you know, all the planners and all the different goal manuals and things that are out there, they always have targets on higher time horizons and working backwards from that because totally. again, just, just the pure thought process. I mean, even take the time increment of a day. I, I often drastically, uh, overestimate what I can accomplish in a given day. <laughs> and no there, kidding. There, there are periods in time in the past where I was able to crush doing things at a pace that was relatively astonishing, but it was in a different type of environment. And, yeah. and so in, in, in an industry, at least in, in, in our business and in insurance business, stuff like that, there's a lot of things that you're just outside of your control. Things like what an insurance company's decision is underwriting and uh, the timeline of other people when you can actually meet with them. Like there's just so much that is, that is not necessarily within your control. And then uh, for those that know me, uh, Richard doesn't watch the clock. It's a real, uh, it's a, well, it's a, let's call it a gift. It's actually a gift. I think my ability to not watch the clock is actually a wonderful thing. And it's it's created amazing and epic conversations, but it does make other people late for their meetings sometimes. And it makes Richard late to some meetings as well. So so uh, not saying don't, don't be like Richard, but just saying uh, I don't see it as a particularly a, a big problem. But there has been times where, again, I overestimate what can be done in that hour time block or that 30 minute time block for the meeting. And yeah. uh, the reality is if you're having a really good time, I kind of just want the meeting to keep going a little bit. So um, the, the ability to stretch out the time frame and recognize what's what capacity you have to get much more accomplished. And, you know, just to, you know, from a personal reflection standpoint is, you know, I, we're at the time of this recording, Jay, you know, my son just had his eighth birthday. Absolutely incredible. Amazing. Uh, and, you know, my daughter turned six this year. So six and eight, very young, you know, for them, it's an entire lifespan. Right. For me, we just talk about it like it's eight years. So proportionately relative to my own lifespan, it seems like sort of a blip on the radar. But, right. and I'm sure many of our listeners will will recognize this. And, and we, I've had conversations with people like this. I'm sure you have. If I think back to periods of time in my youth and how long it felt that it took for a year or a week or a month to go by versus how quickly they escape or they, they, the, the velocity of which that time seems to, to pass, 
today, the way I feel is very interesting. And so I, a lot of people, I think, resonate and understand that. So just, just, just recognize how time has shown up for you up to this point in time in your life. And if, are you noticing that the trend seems that the time's getting, going by quicker? If yeah. that is true, then, then consider, okay, maybe I should, I should reset the consideration of how much I want to plan ahead and what am I planning for? Cause it's going to go by fast anyway. Right. I mean, three years going to go by quick. Uh, if we take a minute at just thinking about, Hey, our podcast, we're, we're hitting the four year mark. We're, this is episode 200. It is crazy. I mean, at the first time when we first launched, we, we launched with a couple initial episodes and then we were doing it. I think it was, uh, every, it was every two weeks. And they said, well, we're going to go every week to week. And, and, uh, you know, we've got a whack of, you know, including shorts and some other videos. I mean, we're gonna have like probably 400 videos on the channel, uh, 200 full episodes, multiple playlists, uh, thousands and thousands of views. And you know, like, I don't know, probably close to a hundred thousand hours of watch time. I mean, epical, epic things. That's just on like the YouTube side, of course, not including all the downloads. And, and I mean, who, who would have, I wouldn't have really thought when we started this, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about, Hey, what is that going to look like four years from now? I didn't consider that. Cause it just wasn't prevalent in my mind. I was just like, we just need to hit the go button. We just need to get started yeah. and let's see what happens. Like we're going to do it and let's just, let's just start. Um, you know, we, we recorded the first episode, I think it was like in September, but then we didn't get launched until February. It was five months later. So there was a ton of work and energy and effort and some amazing people that helped us out along the way. Shout out to all those individuals to get Absolutely. to that point where we where we could hit the go button and, you know, many changes and iterations over that time frame. So, um, you know, four, four years, that's an awful lot that's been accomplished in that, in that time horizon. And then the people that have been reaching out that have been able to be served, have been able to be helped, have been able to implement Nelson's process, that have purchased Nelson's book, that have watched Nelson's documentary film, become familiar even with the process. I yeah. mean, who knows what that looks like? So, Really, four years is just hucking a big stone in the pond. And who's to say what another four, six, or 10 years, another decade of that ripple effect will look like? Well, it'll be nice when we get a contract with Sirius. Yeah, we'll, we'll go on. We'll go on right after. Uh, what's his the face there? Who's the, who's the, who's shock guy, jock guy again? What's his face? Rogan. Oh, well, well yeah, Rogan. But uh, uh, I'm thinking about the original. You know, uh, uh, the guy's got the long hair. He's on that uh, America's Got Talent show or whatever. That guy. Oh, Howard Stern. Yeah, Stern. Yeah. So we'll yeah. go in off to the Stern show, and every after everyone's all riled up, then we'll we'll uh we'll help them get set up financially afterwards. Yeah, like just you know, we just want to syndicate the show. Um, and it, having a lot more conversations this year, especially around uh it, the health aspect and how how that directly impacts every other aspect of your life and but not not to uh again you know come on to our program and say okay it's time everybody a thousand burpees let's go like that's not what we're talking about it's um you know <laughs> gradual incremental change that you can make because you're already 100% disciplined in your own set of habits so you've already demonstrated that you can become 100% disciplined you already are. And so it's just a function of just deciding what is contributing positively to that very important element of your life called your health. What isn't? And uh, and then knowing 
what who's can help you with the house and making positive change. But we, man, we, we have to give like, we could do a, a whole episode just on the people that we can express gratitude for, for helping us with this podcast. But we do want to say like our, our editing team, our, everyone who's backstage where Rich get and I get to hit a record button and so many great who's that take care of the house. The reason I'm emphasizing this is not only to express sincere gratitude and thanks, but to also let our listeners and viewers know it requires who's that possess the capabilities to get the house done. If we were relied upon to do all that stuff, we'd still be at episode number seven because we're so busy. Actually, I think that's important to note because, you know, I mean, a lot of people, I think a lot of people probably have a really good idea. And I've, I've even talked to a few people who have said, you know, maybe you should consider starting a podcast or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting topic. It would be great to hear you flush that out with other people. Um, You know, it's, it can be done for hardly any real cost or investment to get up and running. Um, But, but, but you, you will run into a, a heavy workload very quickly. And so, so, you know, one thing I'm really happy and very glad about Jason is that we we made that decision consciously right out of the gate that we needed yeah. to have help and support to do this, and we we needed to be able to commit to making an investment to get that done so that we could get it get launched. And um, so I'm I'm grateful to you for for joining me in that commitment to to be in a position where we're here today. Um, I'm grateful, for Visa. You know, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, Visa, Visa helped out a lot. Some policy loans along the way, that sort of thing. Um, but but to be in a like I think, I think it's important to recognize that you, whatever it is that you're looking to do, you can just get started. Generally For speaking, sure. you probably don't need to do a whole heck of a lot other than a commitment and get getting started. Yeah. And then you might fumble around a little bit along the way with some of the the, f- the fine details, but you can get to a point where you can say, "Hey, you know what? Ne- the next decision I need is I need to find another who, or I need to commit some capital to getting a who to help me get that done." If you want to, you know go bigger, go scale, whatever it is that you've got in your mind's eye there. So um, don't, don't hesitate to just hit the ground running. I love that. And uh, again, for everybody who's taken in this episode, I just want to be clear, full disclosure. I am not a fitness coach. I am not practicing medicine. I am not giving you a roadmap. You need to hire a coach Ideally, take a look at Mitch Calvert, Calvert Fitness. He's awesome. But don't go out and start walking eight, 10,000 steps a day without talking to your doctor about it and making sure that all that's cool. Because um, I did. I went through a process of saying, hey, I'm about to embark on this journey. What's my current state of health? What's my desired state of health? Do I have green light go to strength train three times a week, to to walk eight to 10,000 steps a day, to to make these changes. And uh, of course the response was absolutely go for it. And here we are. So involve those who's, but I promise you there's light at the end of the tunnel for you. And uh, we're going to be placing a much higher degree of emphasis on health, wealth, and giving as we go forward in our journey with this podcast and would love to receive your ideas. Who are some great guests in that space that you would like to see us interview? Uh, We'd love to receive that feedback and get them on the show. Amazing. Well, this has been great, Jay. Be healthier, be wealthier, give more, build your best decade ever, 200th episode. This show is awesome. This is like something I look forward to as often as we record. 
This is terrific. Have an outstanding rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street podcast, where your wealth matters. Be sure to check out our social media channels for more great content. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player and be sure to rate the show. We definitely appreciate it. And don't forget to share this episode with someone you care about. Join us on the next episode where we continue to uncover the financial tools, strategies, and the mindsets that maximize your wealth.